RadioMD. RadioMD.com. It's health delivered daily. Melanie Cole's Health Radio. Adrenal fatigue is a collection of signs and symptoms, and it's known as a syndrome, and it can result when the adrenal glands function below the necessary level, but you can feel it or feel that this is happening when you're going through periods of prolonged or intense stress. And kind of in the, the meme of our stress-themed show here, we're, we're talking with Isabel Smith. She's the founder of Isabel Smith Nutrition, a New York City-based celebrity dietitian and fitness expert. Welcome to the show. So, Isabel, stress, stressors, intense stress, anxiety, environment, all of these things are hitting us hard right now, particularly right now. What is adrenal fatigue, and how is that affecting us? Totally. Thanks, Melanie, for having me on the show today. This is one of my favorite things to talk about um, because it's something that I think affects a lot of us or all of us at some point or another and on different levels. You know, stress in our lives, some stress can be good. Too much stress is is not so good like anything else. Anything in excess turns bad. So, as you just mentioned, um, the adrenal system is really the system that controls our fight or flight you know, helps us kind of get up and go when we need energy, when we need to do something. But if we're always in the mode of needing to do something and, and fight or flight and flee from danger, which is really what we were supposed to be doing way back when, um, the system gets tapped pretty simply. Um, over time, you know, things like too much caffeine, not enough sleep, um, you know, chronic illness, poor diet, all these things can affect busy life you know, not being balanced and how we handle our life work. I don't think any of us are balanced, but I think when it becomes, you know, in addition to all these other things like not sleeping, et cetera, et cetera, it can cause a syndrome that can be experienced in either mild, you know, fatigue or complete and utter exhaustion combined with gastrointestinal symptoms, stomach upset, um, you know, blood sugar that's hard to manage. You feel really exhausted when you eat you know, foods that have starches in them. So it manifests differently, but it's really all about the same. So, Isabel, we, we learn more and more, and I was just talking about it before also, cortisol is really, like you say, it's our fight-or-flight hormone. We need it, mm-hmm. and yet too much of mm-hmm. it can contribute to heart disease and, and diabetes and, and mm-hmm. anxiety problems and all of these other things. And we hear about belly fat and cortisol and all this stuff. So when our cortisol starts to build up and our adrenal gland is... Is it fatigue? Are we using the word fatigue as really tired and tired of producing this hormone and, and, mm-hmm. and it's not working adequately? Is that what it really is? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's overproduction. It's over, you know, it's overuse of the glands, right? It's over, over, they're little glands. They're very small and they have a big function. And so when we do things that are just constantly taking away from their ability to produce properly, which can include you know, poor diet, not including foods that actually nourish the adrenal. Um, the high level of cortisol production, which, yes, can affect belly fat, which can affect all sorts of things. For women, I find there's a lot of hormonal imbalance if our cortisol is really elevated, um, and for men as well. Um, but, yes, it's, it's basically overproduction. So what can we do about it? I mean, obviously, managing our stress levels. You know, we learn even about, Isabel, we learn about estrogen receptors in the brain and anxiety and stress mm-hmm. and, and in perimenopause or menopause. We learn about all of those things coming together to contribute to these increased cortisol levels. What can we do about it? So there's a lot of things we can do, and I think some of them are simpler than we could ever imagine. You know, 
getting more sleep is maybe not the simplest thing, but it's something that I think most of us probably need to do more of when we sleep, our body rests, you know, our hormones are better balanced, everything is better balanced, our appetite, all of that kind of stuff is better. We deal with stress better when we are well rested. That's number one. Number two is cutting back on caffeine. Um, You know, caffeine is a major stimulant. Caffeine can increase cortisol levels as well, Um, which is interesting. It can affect people's blood sugar, make you feel more tired, I think, like later on in the day. I find when when I pull people back off of caffeine, especially those who I feel might be suffering from adrenal fatigue, um, it, it really is quite helpful. Um, you know, being conscious of, of your eating schedule. Are you going for hours and hours without eating? Are you feeling tired in the middle of the afternoon because there's an eight-hour gap between your lunch and dinner? Help your body be more balanced with your blood sugar by eating more consistently. Put a good snack in the middle of the afternoon so your body has to work less hard. When you say um, good snack, you're a registered dietitian nutritionist. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? People here feed your adrenals. They hear foods that mm-hmm. are good. List some of them. Mm-hmm. So, so there's three key nutrients. Really, there's a couple, but like my favorite three are tyrosine is one of them. Tyrosine helps the body um, produce more neurotransmitters like dopamine and norepinephrine, which can which are two uh, hormones that are produced um, by the endocrine system, the the adrenal glands in the surrounding area, and um, they, that system is pretty tired in this case. So if we eat foods like bananas, avocados, nuts and seeds, lean protein like chicken and fish, those foods are all contain tyrosine. Um, vitamin B5, which is also known as pantothenic acid, uh, can help to, to support um, hormone production by the adrenal system. So, you know, things like shiitake mushrooms, avocados, which are also a great source of healthy fat, and healthy fat helps to keep our blood sugar steady. Um, fat will not make you fat. I hear that a lot. Um, other sources of B5 or pantothenic acid are sweet potatoes, sunflower seeds. Um, the last one is vitamin C. Vitamin C actually helps our body produce cortisol more easily, so our system has to work less hard to produce it. Um, so it takes a little bit of the pressure off for citrus fruits, strawberries, lemons, limes, um, tomatoes, peaches, broccoli, mangoes. Those are like my, my three favorite nutrients. For nourishing the adrenals, but there's also um, ginseng and magnesium-rich foods as well in there that are helpful. Wow, that's a great, great list, and it definitely is somebody, you know, something people can go to the store, listen to this again, make that list, and go and buy these these foods that feed your adrenals. Now, how do we know if we have this fatigue? Is there a test for it? So you can do like a cortisol fit test, which involves um, seeing a doctor who will administer um, it's usually like a third-party test, and you sit in a vial for 24 hours at different times, and they measure your cortisol levels throughout the day um, over that 24-hour time period. You know, if you're feeling like you literally can't get up in the morning, your energy that you used to have to go to the gym in the morning is gone, you know that you're drinking too much caffeine, you know that you're not taking enough time for yourself, I don't know that necessarily we need to do a test to really confirm it. I think we need to start by doing some of these healthful practices. I heard you talking about tapping and, and yoga and meditation and breathing before. All of those things are really beneficial. If we can breathe deeper and breathe better, we can deal with stress a lot better and our whole body relaxes when we breathe. Um, you know, taking time to do these small but yet very important things will help to nourish our system. And also cutting back on the caffeine is major if you're completely exhausted. And it sounds like a terrible idea, but I promise it's helpful. 
And what about things like yoga, meditation, you know, obviously exercise, but do some of those, those kinds of a complementary medicine, massage, do they help mm-hmm. our, our adrenals? Totally. Well, they help our entire body relax. They help us relax, which in turn sort of takes us out of that fight or flight um, kind of like mentality feeling, right? Like when you're stressed, you're really tense and you're likely to get more agitated. And, and like there's a whole system that reacts to that internally versus if we're a little bit more relaxed, which, you know, having somebody put their hands on us and, you know, do energy work or massage or simply just closing your eyes for a minute and breathing. There's plenty of good apps that can help you with that if you're somebody who needs to be spoken to about it. I certainly am one of those people, too. This is a struggle for all of us. Um, it does really go a long way. There's a lot of good research that breathing and yoga and mindfulness are really helpful to um, everything our, everything in our bodies, including our cells and keeping them healthy. And There's a lot of good research there. So start breathing. It's very helpful. So start breathing and work on that adrenal fatigue. It'll help us with our stressors. We can't let those cortisol levels build up in our systems. They do so much damage. You can see more about Isabel at isabelsmithnutrition.com. This is Melanie Cole for Radio MD. Stay tuned and stay well.